Welcome to Step Up and Thrive, where you get quick and easy tips on business management, productivity, stress management, work-life balance and marketing. I am Tuli Baxi, personal development coach, and my task here is to introduce you to various ways to succeed in business while keeping the sanity. Today we are speaking about websites that work for you as a 24-hour salesman. And my guest today is Elizabeth Pampalona. Elizabeth Pampalona is an international speaker, successful entrepreneur, and expert marketer with over 20 years of experience. Her innovative approach helps overhelp business owners and burnt-out nonprofit directors to achieve success and freedom through the power of Absolute Marketing. Welcome, Elizabeth, to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You have a very interesting start. People start a business to get freedom, to make money, to follow their passion, to escape the rat race. And you started your business at the age of 21 after trauma to find value. Can you please share your story to us? Yes, thank you so much. Um, I actually was a software developer. I went to school to be a programmer. I really loved, you know, the web and and designing things and marketing. And um, I ended up kind of just going into a job and doing the normal thing and got married. And after a few months, my husband decided he didn't want to be married anymore. So he left and I had to go through this divorce. And it was very traumatizing to me because I didn't, I'd never been through anything like that. My parents were still together and their, both of their parents were still together. So it was kind of a, a new thing for our family to, to experience. And um, it was really hard because it kind of left me with nothing. It left me feeling very vulnerable and and kind of lost, I guess. And um, I, I moved to a new area uh, of the United States. And I, I was like, you know, what? we're starting over, going to start over. And instead of going back to a regular job, I, I decided to make a job. And my mom helped me by saying, you know, pick two things you like and make yourself a job instead of trying to fit into the mold of a job that's not going to work for you. So um, I, I just decided to work on my own and I built a little business of going to people's homes and fixing their computers. And from there, I started meeting business owners and fixing their computers and realizing that my marketing that I had been doing from the past, like it was coming back to me and I was using it for myself and my business. But I also realized that a lot of other people needed it for their business as well. So I started helping them and it grew into what is today my marketing agency, which is called Absolute Marketing. Great. How was uh, this first start? Uh, you mentioned you got one client and another client. Were you satisfied as being this new business owner? I actually didn't really think of myself as running a business until I met other business owners, which was two or three years into my journey. <laughs> I actually was just teaching at senior centers. I was working in people's homes with them. And I didn't even realize that I had a business. I just thought, well, these people want to pay me. I'm making some money. You know, life is good. And then when I started meeting some other business owners, because I worked with a lot of older people at the time, I started meeting these, these business owners. And I thought, oh my gosh, they're doing the same thing I'm doing. They're, they have a business. They're running a business. I think I have a business. And it was kind of a, a revelation to me. And I, 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 at that point, I, I was like, okay, well, now I have to grow my business because I saw it as something more than just 
oh, I make a little bit of money every couple of days, you know? And so I decided to really focus more on making it a real business and, you know, doing all the businessy things you do and focusing on networking. And um, so it really was something that I really didn't realize until several years into it. Like, oh my gosh, there's other people out there like me and it's called business and it's called owning a business. (laughs) I guess quite many entrepreneurs nowadays during this pandemic time have also sort of woke into the situation that, oops, I have business. And if you want to be successful, you also have to have a website. What actually is the minimum information you have to share there? Well, with a website, I believe you need to have a strong brand first. So as long as you have your message down and you know who your audience is and you really have a strong visual representation of you know, who you are and what you do and who you share this with, then you can build a really strong website. And your website should, you know, be this this beacon. It should be this home base, if you will, where people will come and read information, watch videos, um, see testimonials, and then also take action because we want people to see when they're on our website, we want them to do something. I can't tell you how many times I've been to a website and thought, there's nothing to do here. <laughs> I can't do anything. Um, and it's just disappointing because you want to interact with the person you're connecting with in some way, whether you want to email them or maybe you want to um, you know, donate to their cause or buy a product or fill in a form and you know, take a quiz. I don't know. Whatever that thing is you think is good for interaction for your business, that's what the consumer wants. They want to interact. And so when we go to a website that's just information and it's very flat it can be very disappointing and almost like, well, on to the next one. I can't really do anything here. Um, Even booking a call or getting a quote, requesting a quote, those kind of things are also helpful there. So as long as your website is um, informational and, and describes what you do really well, then it has some kind of action item that the person can take to move forward in the process. Then it's gonna serve you much better than just a regular old flat informational site. Oh, thank you. We all expect that as we have business, we also have clients, preferably a lot of Mm. them. How can we use our website to lure new clients? This really goes back to that messaging. That's a a great question. That, That message is so important and a lot of people skip it. They think that a brand is just a pretty logo. Maybe it's something that they like and it, you know, looks pretty. But what I've found is that a lot of times clients will bring me their logo and say, look, I have a brand. And all they have is an image. They have a picture, <laughs> a pretty picture that sometimes doesn't even work for their business. And I've, I've tried to explain that sometimes. And sometimes people listen, sometimes they don't, which is okay. Um, but I, I do really focus on that and say, look, your brand is made up of multiple pieces. One is the pretty picture you use, right? The visual. And when you see that visual, you want to feel something. You want to feel how, you know, how does that make me feel? How do I react to that image when I see it? Because when I when I think of you, I'm going to think of that image. And then you also have the piece of your message. And that putting that message on your website is so, so important. Um, making sure that that message is clear from the very beginning, from that first page, from that first picture you put on there, all of that stuff. Um, that's the most important piece. And so when you're looking at that and you're saying, 
you know, I, I see your website and it looks great and maybe it's really pretty or something, but I don't get anything from it. When I read the words, I just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It doesn't make any sense to me. Or maybe I'm just like, whatever. I've heard this a million times. I want that message to be so grabbing to that person. It's like just, just reaches out to their heart and goes, I understand you. And that is what makes a really great website is when you read a thing, some words on a website, you read it, you answer a question or you, you see a short video and you're like, oh my gosh, this person is walking in my shoes. They totally understand everything that I'm doing. So basically, the first thing or first step we should do is find the person who could step into our shoes. Yeah, and, and that person should really understand whatever struggle it is you're going through. Because really, when you're on a website, you're looking for something. Um, you're looking for connection. You're looking for um, a way to support the a cause maybe, or maybe you're looking for someone to help you with a problem you're having. And so when you re- when you reach out to a website and you're looking at it and you're, you're looking at, you know, looking at the pages and clicking around, you want to know that whatever that need is you're trying to fill with looking at this website, it's going to bring that back to you and it's going to fill that need. So like I said, if it's a problem you're having, so a lot of my people that come to me, they, they're having a problem with their marketing. They're not getting anywhere. Maybe they're frustrated with social media. And so when I present myself on my website, I'm like, hey, yeah, social media sucks. <laughs> social media is awful. It's a time-consuming, sometimes time-wasting thing. I totally understand you. It's overwhelming. But guess what? It doesn't have to be that way. And I have a, a way for that to be not overwhelming. I have a process for that to be something that you feel confident about. And so when people see that, they're like, yeah, I do have a problem with social media. I can't get any traction. I don't know what to do there. And then they're like, oh, but but you have a way to fix that? you know. And so that's the idea that you want to use is the, hey, I have a problem or, hey, I'm trying to do something here. And, oh, you're, you're already fixing that problem. Okay, let me, tell me more about that. Tell me how I can get involved in this. Um, and with nonprofits, a little different of a story. You're, you're going a little different direction. But with businesses, you're really saying, hey, I understand your problem probably better than even you understand your problem. Like, I have been there. I, you know, and like with um, people who do counseling and stuff, like maybe they've been through divorce. Maybe their parents went through a divorce. And they're like, hey, I get you. This is hard. And and just like kind of sympathizing and kind of commiserating a little bit with them. Like, yeah, this sucks. But guess what? It doesn't always have to be this way. You can get out of this. You can move forward. So that's what I really believe that your messaging should really do is, is provide that hope and that, that um, I don't know, that kind of forward thinking that the person who's maybe in that trouble right now or in that kind of frustration section <laughs> of their life, they can look at that and go, okay, someone's been through this and they've gotten to the other side. So that means I can do it too. What is the best way to do that? Is there some stories, videos? Can you give us some tips? What what can we do right now? Or maybe not right now, but tomorrow, day after tomorrow? Um, well, <laughs> the the real thing of that is to go back to why you started this, why you're doing this, and bring forward the story that got you to this point of actually helping the people you're helping. And for me, it was, you know, I was running so many businesses. I was so busy. I was doing too much at once. And then all of a sudden, I I had to fix that problem for myself in order to market myself. I couldn't just market and do all the things I was doing. There's not enough time in a day. And so going back to that story of myself, that's why I created my platforms. That's why I created my systems. I was like, 
that's why I did it, right? It wasn't just because I wanted to make money. It wasn't because I wanted to say, oh yeah, I have these platforms and these systems. I did it because there was a need and I fixed a problem. What, even though it was with myself, that now works for other people. And so I, I, I look back at my time and I say, okay, what was I feeling in that time? What was I dealing with? What was my struggle? What was my main question on my mind going, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get past X or Y or whatever? And so when I go back to that story, I can now bring that story forward and go, yeah, I, I understand running a business or two or three in some cases, that's hard work. You're not only running your business, you might be taking care of your family. You might be working with, you know, helping your elderly parents. You might be, um, you might just be single and just like, you know what? It's overwhelming to run a business. <laughs> that's true. You know, and so you're looking at that and you're saying, hey, I understand that story. I have been there because that's why I fixed these systems. That's why I made these processes because I totally was there and it sucked to be there. But I haven't been there in a long time because I use these processes, because I do these things. And so, you know, kind of using your own story, but also if you've maybe helped a client out of something, you can use their story and use that as a, you know, hey, this is what I did to help this client. And this is how they, what the results they achieved. Um, So stories are great. But I think just kind of going back to that, why was, why is this in existence? Why do you do what you do? And realizing that the story has to revolve around that why. It can't just be. Yeah, one day I thought I should make a system and, and now it works. Crazy, isn't it? Like <laughs> it has to be connection there um, of why you actually started this. Thank you a lot. What is your biggest revelation about converting websites? We we started the story that that websites should work for you as a 24-hour salesman. What is your revelation in that? Well, with a website. We, we think that someone should just find our website magically, right? We think it should just, oh, Google served it to you. So Google found it for you. Well, that doesn't always happen. And the reason that your, your website should be that 24-hour salesman is one, if your message is strong on your website, it is already selling for you. It's as if you were standing there, you know, wherever the website is and that person walks up to it and they say, okay, I need to look at your website. Tell me more about this. And it's as if you were standing there telling them things, right, in person. So if your website has a strong message, you're good to go. But what happens with that is people find your website at all times of day, especially in this international economy that we're in. You know, you're in another country. I'm in the U.S. Like it's, it's you're we're truly spread out, right? Totally different time zones. I might be looking at it and it's midnight for you, right? You're not going to be ready for me to talk to you and say, okay, tell me about your business. Um, and that's why your website is there to kind of do that for you. And one of the main reasons that I actually use social media and people don't believe me, but it's to actually point to your website. Your social media posts should be funneling people into your website. Not necessarily every single post, but a lot of them. A a good chunk of them should be funneling people over to your website. So when you do that, that means your website's got to be strong because people might come at all hours of the day, all different times with all different reasons for being there. And they might have come from all different places, maybe somebody from Instagram, somebody from Facebook, somebody from all these different places. And so if your website is strong enough, and they land on that website, that your website's going to sell for you. It's going to make that connection for you when you don't have to physically be there. And that's one of the greatest things about websites, I feel, is we've been able to make ourselves 24-hour businesses, even though, you know, we're only open from our typical, you know, morning to evening timeframes, right? 10 to 4, 9 to 5, whatever you want to call it. But you can be open however many hours you want, but your website is always open. It's always selling for you. And a lot of people use their website as just, oh yeah, that's my 
my you know location is on there, my price is on there maybe, or maybe just a list of my services, that's all you need. No, your website should almost be as if I was talking to you. You know, it should be that conversation almost that sells me on the product or the service enough for me to say, you know what, I think I should talk to this person and I'm going to book a call with that person. And now I, my website has just basically booked a call for me. My website has sold that person enough to say, now they're going to have a conversation with me. Now, when I get on a call with somebody, I can pretty much sell them. Like I know my ability. <laughs> I know that if I have that conversation and we answer all those questions and we address all those objections, that I'm going to sell that person. And it's not in a you know salesy way or anything, but it's just that I know I'm going to be able to show them what value I can bring to them. And so if I can get that my website to book me those calls by itself, like while I'm sleeping kind of idea, then that's going to be a huge asset to me and help me to use my website as basically a 24-hour salesperson. Yeah, you're right in that because I'm in Europe, you're out in US. And when I have reached out all of my podcast guests, including you, it's usually you are answering me when I'm sleeping which is quite fun because we are like, uh -huh, okay, in the morning I'm waking up and seeing, oh, I have so many messages. And then I start to reply and then I know, okay, sometimes in the evening I start to get answers from everybody else. And in a way it's, it's great because I don't have to be awake 24 hours. So yeah. Thank you. This this was really good idea or good tip to always ask to click to your website so that people could check all the information there from your social media accounts. Thank you a lot. Of course. We, we have heard so many great tips from Elizabeth today, and I'm really so grateful that you are you have joined us and shared all these tips. And if our listeners would like to know more about you and follow you, where can they do so? Yeah, um, you can visit my website, which I hope is good, right? <laughs> uh, my website is getabsolutemarketing.com. And I actually have a free community there that I run where I do free trainings and there's eBooks and courses. And so, yeah, if anybody would like to visit that, you can go to getabsolutemarketing.com and join our community. Yes, please. And you can check our show notes and find all the links there. Thank you. Come and check all the show notes and transcript at stepupandthrivepodcast.com slash seven. And please subscribe to the Step Up and Thrive podcast to get the next episode right to your episode list when it's published. Thank you for joining Step Up and Thrive with Elizabeth Pampalona. I'm your host, Tule Bagsi. Tune in next week.